Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Do you really think that what you're doing is right? And he was like, do you really think what I'm doing is right? Do you guys know who's joining me right now here at AfterBuzz TV? We're talking about Supernatural, obviously, because I have Elena Huffman and Lisa Barry with me today. Surprise! Oh. Yay! Today we're talking about Supernatural, episode 11, season 11, Into the Mystic. I'm Lindsay Wagner. You guys can follow me on Twitter. Make sure you're using the hashtag ABTV Supernatural so you can join in the conversation. YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, all things social media. Miss Elena Huffman, where can they find you on Twitter? So they can tweet you right now because they're so excited you're here. Tweet me, at Elena Huffman. It's very original. And Lisa Berry, <laughs> where can they find you to talk to you? Underscore Lisa Berry. We have... Not original. Abaddon <laughs> and Billy the Reaper here in the studio today. Ladies, first off, give me your favorite part of working on Supernatural. Uh, working on the... F- Physical show. I mean, it, it's so fun. But but my favorite part overall is the community that has mm. been built around the show, and including the fans. It's worldwide. It's it's so connective. It's beautiful. I mean, we've made great friends. Like we just went on a hike this morning and meditated. And, like, <laughs> I wouldn't have known her otherwise. <laughs> no, the supernatural family is real, and it's, and they're fantastic. I, I I'm gonna just say say my favorite moment is actually getting to give a hug to Jared Jensen because you were a fan of the show before. For being on it. I'm a huge, massive fan of the show. And so I had to have a little session where I was just like, I'm going to be annoying and that girl for about five minutes and then I'll get to work. You fangirled? Totally fangirled. Yeah. Well, he's a good one to fan. I mean, they all are. But, um, <laughs> but Jared's a really good hugger. A good mm-hmm. hugger? Is it because he's just so like big yeah. and like... Yeah. Like he gives you the hug that you're like, yeah, my ribs are going to pop. And I like and it. And you like it. <laughs> and you like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I can't breathe because you're huge. But, yeah. You know, that's what we actually have heard as we've interviewed guests over the past couple of years. We've had Matt Cohen in here. You guys are very good friends with Ruth Connell. Yeah, her. Um, I was with Ruth last night. Yeah, Travis Wade. They've all come in and they all say the same thing. They all say the community yeah. of the fans and all the people working on the show just kind of bond together and you guys become family. Mm-hmm. And totally. everyone is super welcoming. It's yeah. real. Like, we literally, like, we text each other. We go for hikes together. We go out for drinks. 
uh, uh, Rich calls it lightning in a bottle. And that's, yeah. that's exactly what it that is. is and is you both met doing the show. Yeah. 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 I came out, Ruth invited me to the Pas- Pasadena con, and that's where I got to kind of pretty much meet everybody. So, okay, again, a moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm doing really good. Everybody, this is so fantastic. Oh my God. Okay, I'm back and I'm normal. <laughs> I'm normal again. I'm a By human the way, being. you always seem super normal. I was like, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Best acting of my life. Ever. <laughs> uh, that I wasn't losing it just being around everybody from the show. But it was, it was really great. Like, the community is amazing yeah like everybody was just so welcoming and just like hey come on in and like the producers are fantastic and the directors are great and the cast are so great like across the board I mean we've both done a lot of shows and I can speak for myself when I say I'm like it is the best show I've ever worked on in terms of community like that because it's it's unlike anything I've ever been on unlike anything well and I will say I mean it's definitely I always feel like a movie is the the tone is set by the director Mm. The director's at the helm, and, and they sort of dictate the, the, the energy. And on a TV series, because the directors switch out and the producers are on and off of set and everything, it's really set by your number one and number two. And in this case, it's Jared and Jensen. And um, <clears throat> I know I've had this conversation with Jensen before where they um, Eric Kripke sat down with them like season one, and he was like, look, we can write all of this brotherly love and community and, and you know connection if you guys don't get along, it's not going to work. And so they've made a conscious effort to get along, and that it spreads. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's I, rare. It seems like they're brothers in real life. but They're both so supportive. I mean, and granted, you're going to be supportive of the people you work with and considering working together for now 11 seasons. Not always. Uh, that's a hope. That's a wonderful yeah. hope. That's like I want peace on earth. Yeah, and it, but it happened with them. Where <laughs> be the change. You, they, they are the change. Be they the are change. the change, change that they wanted to see, the and, and that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure you know. Like, listen, it's not without its flaws. I don't know the flaws, but I'm you know. I, <laughs> yeah, I just had to throw yeah. a, a negative <laughs> in there. I don't know why. Um, no, it's. Real. I'm sure they get a pimple like everybody else. I'm sure. No. I don't think they do. I don't. I don't. I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I think they, they do. I've seen them in the morning in the makeup chair. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're like. Yeah. You're like. Not, you should come in two hours after me. This is sucks. not fair, right? Anywho. Well, yeah. let's. I want to talk to you, ladies, about your Twitter handles, about names, and all the things we were talking about before we even started the show. But we do have to talk a little bit about the episode. So if you guys, if we kind of are jumping through things, it's because we want to hear more about what they're up to. Awesome. As you can see, like the little Twitter feed, everyone's oh. so excited that you're here. Hi. They're all freaking out, which I am too. And they're um, all like talking to each other. This yes, is great. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's, it's literally, it's such is a Billy good... Is Billy a man or a woman? I love that question. Uh, <laughs> I think Billy is completely uh, androgynous. I think she's. I think. I think she. she she's a. She's an energy and she's yeah. an entity and she's been around for a very, very, very long time. Last week they were talking, saying you might be God. You know, I think that uh, that one to me, like as a fan. So I'm stepping out of the actor world here and I'm jumping into fan with everybody else here. And uh, that one to me seems a little like, huh? Okay. It could be. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that one feels like a stretch to me, but I have no idea. I don't know where I have no idea where they're going. I take kind Billy. of like that, but I dig it. Yeah, exactly. 100% dig it. That you can think one thing and they're going to totally push you yeah. the opposite way. So no matter what you're thinking, it's it 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 never pans out to what you yeah. truly believe is going to happen. Just like last week, Ruth getting killed. I literally sent her a photo of myself. Yeah, you know, like this because I go, they they just killed you. Yeah, I I, I can't Ugh. I can't even handle it right now. I was like that when Felicia Day went out too. I was like, <laughs> all the female deaths. Like, you know. Now you ladies can answer this better than than I can, but I always make note that the females seem to <clears throat> get killed off. 
where the gentlemen let's, tend let's, to stick let's not, let's, 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 yeah, let's not is, predict that for I, I don't still want alive. that to happen to you. I'm still alive. The Reapers, the Reapers stick around. I mean, didn't... But they don't. My, but, my oh, boss... Yeah, Lindsay. See, I, I'd love to be the new death. I'd love to get that promotion. Yeah, that's a good one. But, um... Death got taken out, right? Like, yeah. and, death got and taken well. Yes. Yeah. Death got yeah, taken out well. That was a good one. Your death was crazy. I was hoping well, there'd I be a which one. Well, yeah. The final <laughs> one. I, the final, like, major oh, my, action my sequence. Yes. My like, favorite line on the show, just for your uh, reference, was um, in an episode. I said, it's just little old unkillable me. <laughs> And I'm like, these, di- can I swear? They killed me. And like, I joked that they should keep me around for therapy purposes and like chop my head off and call me bad names and light me on fire and shoot me in the face. And what else did they do to me? Stab me in the back. 100%. Um, I really wanted a hand. Crowley and Abaddon ruling hell together. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Ooh. was what I predicted a while back. I really hoped that that would happen. Honestly, on a serious note, I felt like there was more more development uh, for my character. I felt like there was a lot more stories to tell, and I and I do think she ended too soon. Spit off, yeah, right? <laughs> Give it, bring it. Um, I also think because I had the pleasure of playing both characters, I feel like the more interesting character is Josie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we're going with this, you know, women empowerment, which is a big part of the fandom, and and they they are. Um, a lot of times upset about uh, the women dying and things. I heard, I think Misha said it once where he said, you know, ultimately the show is about two brothers. So it's it's not, I don't think, um, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know what goes on in the writer's room. I don't think it's, it's, you know, purposefully misogynistic. I just think that the show is not about the other characters. It's about the brothers at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, any show you watch, like, whenever, like, I don't know, even Scandal. It's like, I watch that show, and you're like, when we're not talking about the Scandal, I'm kind of like, what's, what are we, yeah. what's what, happening? What's happening? Is well, the show there's now popcorn called, and wine. Exactly. Is, well, <laughs> and sex on there, the president's there, there, desk. Yeah, but that's still Scandal. It's very Scandal. It's, it's still scandal. very scandalous. Yeah. But when we're like, popcorn so and wine now? is a little scandalous, too. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> well. It's unconventional, really. Yeah, well, it's just kind of scandalous. <laughs> this episode today took place in Ireland, starts off 30 years ago, we see Patrick, Moira, and a baby, and he's trying to keep the baby quiet with, tonight you're mine, and he starts hearing screams, and we find out that there's going to be some sort of demonic possession happening in this episode. Shocker. (laughs) Banging his head against the wall, blood's coming from his eyes. The woman actually, like, Moira starts this spell that actually scares the demon away. The baby ends up living, but we see blood coming from the ears. We know this is all going to come back into play. Uh, And uh, we get back to Sam, who is now having a nightmare with Lucifer saying, you're going to watch the people you love die. Because Lucifer, as I called him last week, is now Cassifer. Mm, Oh, I like that. I like that. I do like that one. He's Cassifer because he's and by the way, still cast, but he's not. Misha killed that, too. Yo, so right? good. When he like, walked in there, I was like, whoa, that's yeah. Mark. Yeah. Totally different yeah. voice, yeah. different mannerisms. Yeah. Everything went straight to Mark. Exactly went straight to Mark. Yeah, and I interviewed Misha at uh, Burkhan two years ago and was still very, you know, cast, but Misha. This is, I feel like, a totally different, totally different. human. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. He's just knocked it out of the park. Um, Dean suggests they take a little case in Oak Park, and uh, Sam mentions that he's worried about Cass. Well, Cass is in a park being tracked by an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only hoping... he o- His only hope is to beat 
the darkness, mm. uh, and then snaps his fingers and literally pulverizes. I, I, like, I don't even know how to say it. it. makes him explode, I guess, is the best way to say it. I love it when that happens, though. When he just, ma- and That's like, the blood, it, I feel like I'm watching Dexter then. And then just implode. He, yeah, it yeah. just implodes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, can we just, go. by the way, segue the darkness? Wow. Yeah. Right? Let's talk Take a little a bit minute. about Amara. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. And just the reminder at the beginning of this episode of her and uh, Dean's connection. Oh, yeah. Connection. Did, I'm making quotes. Did you... Connection. Let me ask you, ladies. Did you like or how did you feel when they kissed? Loved it. Loved it. Sexy. Sexy? It, it I, felt dirty to watch a little bit, but it was sexy. I'm always that like, works. you go, girl. Yeah. Whoever gets to get a makeup session with... <laughs> Any one of those two boys, you're just like, well done. Did you get that written into your contract? Well yeah, done. Well yeah. done. And it, I, I, yeah, I mean, it would have been hard to resist. She's got a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, hundred percent. She's just, beautiful. It woman. may have been me if I. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would if it didn't happen. I've been. Like, I would have asked. I, yeah, that. you'd been like, what's wrong I've been with like, you? I feel like we have a connection. Yeah, I'm making more quotes. <laughs> And uh, I feel it's like it's not we act scripted, on this. but we should definitely <laughs> yeah. uh, discuss yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> and by discuss, I mean yeah. not talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I love the segue. That was totally a perfect segue because then I can get your opinion on the fact that their kiss was just hot, hot, insane, and I, I, I'm one of those. I'm one of those women who you know will watch a scene with like a really hot actor and actress and just be like, please dish. How was it? Oh yeah. yeah. How was it? Because just for everyone's information. It's not always great. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes there can be like a a connection or an attraction, but like you're friends, you know, and it's like you're at work. This Mm -hmm. is how I compare it. You're at work and like you're all in the break room and you're like talking around the water cooler and then (laughs) there's like 200 people there because that's like a film crew. And then all of a sudden it gets really quiet and they're like, hey, you two, kiss. Yeah. And you're like, but uh, we were just talking about hockey and yeah. Yeah. And That's my actually, husband and my kids and his his daughter <laughs> and um yeah are all gonna see this and go why is mommy kissing yeah and the looking guy? like she's really enjoying it yeah. too <laughs> daddy are you okay That's with this <laughs> let's have a conversation <laughs> family talk it's very awkward to have that kid talk with but kids. we're professionals yes and do. sometimes it's just not fun I've had to do that I've had to it's true those where I was like. This is work. This, this is, is this is this is work. Work is, is awkward, a little bit and you can't wait till it's over. But um, yeah. but I always say thank you to any guy who kisses me and and doesn't make me feel like the worst thing he had to do in his day was make out with me. So I always appreciate a little. It's definitely like, not a bad day when he has to you kiss know? you. I'll just say that insecurities come up for sure. So <laughs> oh, for I, sure. I do enjoy watching it and then just making all my judgments. I love that. <laughs> okay, I was going to tell. So I'm not going to do that. Okay, go on. I want to hear the story now. It's not. It has nothing to do with me. I was. I think it was an interview with Ava Mendez, and she was talking about a, a kissing scene she had with Will Smith, and she was like, "I get really nervous, and so I eat." And she's like, "I was eating this sandwich. I had like onions and potato chips." <laughs> <laughs> and he walked by, and he was like, "Are you kidding me? I have to kiss you." <laughs> <laughs> this is a funny thing because that yeah, we kind of get in our heads about it. Yeah, well, you have. Yeah, you'd have to prep. I mean, gum, water, lemon, yeah. all the things. Listerine mint strips. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm right before you do it. Yeah, but, but like in good, almost like, every makeup bag. But like a good like 20 minutes before, so you're not so you're having not like... the Listerine kiss, right? Like you just want to have the. This isn't going to be bad for either one yeah. of us. Yeah. Kiss. I'm perfect. Yeah, we don't I have, have like that. this. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing. The same rules apply for dates. 100. percent Yeah, the like, Listerine do strip before, right before you before. Get, like yeah. they advertise it like that. It's like, ooh, we're going in for that kiss. Hold on one second. Let me just pop a piece of gum. No, no, no. 
You guys are all learning very, very valuable information here <laughs> to use for future dates and all of that. And when you're kissing someone on camera. And when somebody. you're kissing someone on camera. Yeah. Have the gum try 20 pretend, minutes before. Try and pretend that you enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we're at the Oak Park Retirement Home. Harold has been killed. He has banged his head against a fireplace. Blood everywhere. Arthur, the manager, is talking about it. Mildred walks in, which right away I spot him like, D. Wallace! Cujo. Oh. It's one of my favorite, like, scary movies that still, to this day, terrifies me. Mm. Have you seen Cujo? Mm-mm. Have you? Back in the day. Back oh. in the day. It's about this rabid dog yeah. that attacks them in, like, a little VW bug. And, like literally breaks windows and the car is like stuck on this farm and it's 105 degrees outside and it's this mom and her son and she plays the mom it's really wow. scary you may not want to watch it okay it's a little scary yeah so she was younger she was yes, yes. much much younger <laughs> uh she still looks darn good yeah, of course uh for her age uh they're checking the room um harold did have enemies mm. we find out he was stealing the residence Viagra. They always do. <laughs> so in the Viagra, when you need it. Stealing the pension checks uh, from Jake. They make a typical Sam and Dean fashion. They're digging up Jake's bones or digging up the grave to get to Jake's bones to burn the bones. And <clears throat> Sam makes this comment about Dean wanting to go down in a blaze of glory. And Dean actually comments back, well, more like a candle in the wind. Mm. Which rarely do we get to see a little bit of a softer side of Dean. Mm-hmm. But just beautiful moments it's right there. there. Uh, they do burn Jake's bones. The next thing we see is Arthur hearing screams. All of a sudden, the demon is now feeding on his head. This demonic possession is literally just <laughs> taking over the nursing home, which uh, they find out is seeking this demonic possession, seeks vulnerable souls or vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. And it takes all the people out in one area. Mm. Uh, which was very interesting. And they bring in Marlene, who is actually a deaf maid, and she hasn't seen or heard anything. But she seems a little suspicious of Sam and Dean. And I mentioned her because it was her name was, uh, I wrote it down somewhere, uh, Shoshana Stern. Uh, she's actually worked on a lot of stuff, Weeds and Jericho. And she was just fabulous to watch. And I love them bringing her in and continuing with sign language and mm-hmm. Dean, uh, Sam doing the thank you and her doing something back and forth with Dee Wallace throughout the episode. I just thought that's, I love when, when that happens and you bring in somebody that it just, mm-hmm. it makes it more normal and acceptable. And I think the world needs to be more accepting of any sort of disability because it's not a disability. They don't see it as that. And just, I love when Supernatural just flipping knocks it out of the park with being flipping awesome. Right. Um, so they are banshees. Malevolent banshees. Have we seen banshees before? No, I don't think we have. I didn't think we I had. don't recall. I don't recall. I just recently watched the series again. Full mm-hmm. confession. And uh, I don't recall. I, don't recall. I Yeah, I'm, I restarted it you from the beginning. You tell us. Let's look. Yeah. Banshees? Were there banshees? I don't think so. Um... Sorry, guys. We are trying to keep track up there and see you guys what you're writing. Um, I we love that there was a deaf character on the show too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. we Good. love that too. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so we find out that the gold blade will kill the banshee, and uh, Cassifer is now in the bunker. Cassifer. Cassifer. He's looking for a dr- uh, spell to draw Amara out, and um, Dean admits that he has struck out on two chances to kill Amara. And Probably because he was a little preoccupied. Well, and he and he mentioned it to Cassifer. 
Oh, and he mentions damage. it to and yeah. who he doesn't know is Casper. And also mentions that there is a weird attraction to her. I'm making quotes again. Connection. Connection. I'm just saying. Because they had been connected. I'm just saying. And Dean isn't sure if he could resist her. Yeah, well, she's hard to resist. He did try. He did try and kill her. So, I mean, he did try. He did try. I'm not going to say that he fully wasn't actually trying to make an effort to kill her. He did try. It didn't work. Right. But he did make an effort. It wasn't like he was completely thwarted by her charms. No, no. no he no. definitely had I mean, he his took a minute before yeah. he put, tried the blade. <laughs> but that's because she saved him. Touche. Okay. She put in the work. She earned his respect. <laughs> she put in the work. She did. She put there's, in the work. There's the true lesson of the story there, okay. everybody. She was like, you will respect me, man. And you will love me. We're connected. You, you gave me a will be obsessed <laughs> with me. Yeah. Till the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Mildred and Sam, they think she could be next because she's vulnerable. She has a little bit of a heart issue. Um, she does recognize the monster, uh, and she mentions that Marlene is actually on vacation, and there is no deaf uh, worker there because if there was, she'd want to know because she wants to learn how to sign because her granddaughter is also deaf. Mm-hmm. Once again, bringing it back in, uh, we see that Marlene is actually, Marlene uh, is avoiding Sam, and she actually does a binding spell pulls out a gold blade, mm. is about to kill Sam because she thinks Sam is actually the banshee. Obviously, we realize they're both hunters searching for the same thing. She reminds us that she was actually the baby whose parents oh. were killed. She became deaf after this, mm-hmm. and she's been looking to get revenge since then. And Lillian, who was a hunter at the time, was teaching her the ways died of cancer and her father was a part of the Men of Letters, also bringing it back to the Men of Letters. Dun, dun, dun. Edward Durbin the second, who was inducted in 1939. I mean, I love how they bring back all this stuff, which is why I say, you can always come back, Elena. 100%. And I really feel like Elena needs to come back with Ruth coming back, and they need to try and go for the bunker. Go for the bunker? It was never theirs in the first place. Yeah, no. It yeah. was actually never the Men of Letters in the first place. It was the, it was the Queen Witch's lair. Like, if we go that. back, oh. if we go way, way, way back. Wow. Right? When Rowena had the whole... Uh, coven. Coven. The, mm. the coven, they got run out by these Men of Letters. I think there's only two left. I keep, Winchesters. I kept hoping there would be a backstory on Rowena and the coven, and it never came in. Uh, me too. So I think it's totally possible for mm. all of that to come yeah. back. I'd love to have a flashback. To, to the whole coven. Yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. that whole moment when the coven lost the bunker of magical troves and to treasures the to the men of, of letters and bring it all back in. Yeah, which, and bring it all back together. Which is totally possible. Mm. They always do that stuff. Bobby comes back, you know. Yeah. Everyone just pops yeah. back in. It's the only show you're actually like, I don't mind dying. Yeah, you 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 might you might be showing up. You never know. Yeah, Next season. Yeah. Or in season eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a possibility. Yes, it's it's gonna. Be, we all thought that see, it was ending after season ten. Yeah, or season t- or season nine was the end. Then season ten was the end. Yeah. Now we're back for season eleven. There's no way they're stopping. Well, when they killed me in season nine, they were like, "We'll give her a season break, and you know, we'll see what happens." Like maybe season eleven. I was like, Psh, "Season eleven, season oh, yeah. well, yeah. here we are. Yeah. They've got they've really got this genre down. And I know I'm obviously not alone with the eleven seasons later." But they really do have it down yeah, yeah, to yeah. a science because there is something to being able to keep this story 
interesting. And they do such a great job of really showing you the magic that exists in the world. So just when you think mm-hmm. they've discovered something, really it just unlocks that you're like, you're a, you're a smaller part of the bigger machine. You didn't even realize the story is so much bigger than you realize. You're like, purgatory, heaven, hell, what's happening? Where mm-hmm. do these people come from? I thought mm-hmm. we just had ghouls and goblins and they always joke about Remember when we were just like fighting vampires and right, 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 and, and then like we now the it's darkness. all biblical and it's like Adam and Eve and Cain and this and that and it just get, keeps getting bigger, bigger and bigger and more and more epic. So like the darkness is God's like sister. the darkness. Mm. Yeah, what we think mind is blown, right? God. What we think is God, yeah. which could technically be who knows. So Mildred and uh, Miss Eileen, we find out her name actually is Eileen. It's not Marlene. Are signing talking about Sam and Dean and calling dibs. And Sam and Dean actually later have a conversation about which golden girl they like. <laughs> uh, Dean is all about Blanche. Of course uh, he is. Sam is all about Sophia. Of course he wow. is too. Wow. So I, I mean, kind of that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. She mother always com- has snacks in her purse. She's and, always got snacks in her purse. And mother and she's complex. a little feisty. Yeah, she's like Ruby. Like Ruby was a little pasty. Imagine I was like, she's just a little pasty. So I think that's what he's really into. Uh, No, she's she's a little pasty. She's got a little attitude, you know. So so that made sense. I was like, that was actually all kind of yeah. And like you said, the Ruby thing, absolutely. I think that all works. Um, That's great. So she's pasty. She's pasty. So you know, that's his type. Mildred asks Dean to sit and watch the sunset and actually has a really nice conversation, super positive, tells him to follow his heart um, because it leads to a long and happy life. So we know that Mildred uh, Mildred was actually going to be the one that was vulnerable. Mm. She doesn't hear the screams. Dean does. Mm. So at that moment when she's saying, follow your heart, we know that Dean's thinking something. Now, is it about his ex, Lisa, or is it about... Amara. Mm-hmm. Why is he feeling I'm going vulnerable? For Amara. I, I think it's about Amara 100%. because of the I think Lisa connection. is like I've he's moved on. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm over it, I'm good. Like we had what it was. I get it. Like we had to do what we had to do. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense. And now it's all about and Amara. And now it's all about Amara. And there's because connection. of the quotes. connection. Connection. She's the shiny new penny. Uh <laughs> luckily Mildred puts her hand on the wall after this demon banshee has thrown Sam aside, has thrown uh, Eileen aside. Mildred pushes the demon into the wall uh, using the binding spell, and Eileen is able to kill her and get avenge her parents, even mm. though mm-hmm. the, uh, mm-hmm. Sam had already explained this won't bring you happiness. Killing this isn't yeah. going to bring your parents back, but mm-hmm. it may make you feel better temporarily. Uh, and we come back to uh, Sam signing thank you, which just brings it all back to her teaching him how to do that earlier in the episode, which I loved. Uh, and as they're leaving the retirement home, Mildred calls out Dean and says that he's pining for someone. Mm. And he doesn't say who it is. We all know it's Amara. I mean, it'd be really awkward if it was Lisa in the end, and you're like, well, then what's up with... It's a whole... It's a weird kind of triage if, if it's not Amara. I think he still feels guilty and vulnerable about Lisa, but the pining is yeah. totally for him. Yeah. yeah. I think he's guilty and vulnerable about the last 10 years yeah, of, of his life. life. He's like, I've gotten In some general. people killed. <laughs> I've killed some people. It's been rough. I've been a demon. I've gone to hell. I've come back, lived in purgatory he's for a, a bit. Damaged. Like, he's a little damaged. Yeah, he's He's broken. got some baggage. He's rough. Yeah. You know, like Louis Vuitton, no wheels on it kind of baggage. <sighs> Heavy to lift 
without a partner. But it's pretty. But it's pretty. It's so pretty. It's very it's so pretty. pretty. And as Mildred says, they look even better walking away. Wow. Right out there. Wow. They're, they're so tall. Yeah. And wardrobe does such a great job fitting them in clothes. It just <laughs> make them look fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We always hope for more shirtless scenes, but that doesn't really happen a whole lot. It's not that kind of show. I know. It was. For a it season. It did a little while. For us. Until season. they were like, I am not a man yeah. meat. Yeah. And we're like, are you sure? Claws in there, no shirtless scenes. <laughs> um, I mean, and in fairness, side note. You know, when you see a shirtless scene, it's not the four seconds you saw. It's a full day of being half naked on set. Which you're means right. you're like a little self-conscious about what you're eating the week before, yes. what you're eating that day, what you're drinking. You know what I mean? It's it, yeah. it's a it's a real thing. And HD. Ooh, ugh. HD's real. It's real. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just a, a thing. I get it. You get it. Even for the boys. Absolutely. I'm for still everyone. Okay with Are they worse than the girls? Scenes. I think it's I think it's I think it's hard for everyone. I think I it's hard for guys and girls. Yeah, hundred percent. I have no problem. No, gosh, with no. the objectification of men. <laughs> I'm gonna whisper that into the universe. Yes, if the universe wants very to hear loudly. that. Very yes. loudly whisper that into the universe, being like, "I'm okay." The guys are getting them. old, so they're probably saying, "No, they're not." No, they're uh, no, uh, no, ladies, they're, really they're not. not old. They're not old. They're really <laughs> not. I love it. Yeah, well, they're getting old. No, they're no. not. They still look They have a gym that follows them around everywhere. Yeah. A gym. Yeah. There's a trailer. It's a gym. It follows them everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. You know, if you're working yeah. all these hours and you've got to be like. You want to be. I active. love it. They're sagging a little. Oh. No. <laughs> Believe me. They're not. They're not. <laughs> yes. Love that. Uh, so let's. So the Do end of the. The end of the episode. Dean is a pimp. I don't think he is. <laughs> I think there's... I know. You know what, though? For, like, as ridiculously beautiful as, as these two male specimens are, uh, they're really, really, really nice. And down Grounded, down-to-earth, down to just like, wow. Yeah. They're gracious, wonderful. You're not from here, are you? Kind of kind of men. Yeah. No, they're... They're 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 real, like... They're, they're not... They're in dudes, their, they're not too. In their, they're, like, yeah, great guys. Yeah. They're dudes. They're nice. They're family men. They're... They're not yeah. in their head about their looks. They don't. They don't out to me. No, no, never, they're funny. They've never had. Yeah, funny, funny. You're. You don't have to be when you look like that. Yeah, you don't have to be anything. I'll be. I'll be honest. Like some of the stereotypes that exist in our world are just like you look like you don't have to really do anything well. Yeah, I'll pay you just <laughs> to stand there. Um, and we know that that exists, but they are really, really cool guys and really funny and charming and charismatic. And you're just like, wow, and caring and, and caring sweet and, kind and generous and, and yeah, no, very really. generous. I got uh, Under the Red Hood. Jensen gave me an, uh, and it's one of my favorite animated movies that he did. I didn't even know it was him until I was like, oh my god, that sounds like Jensen. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, this is totally starring Jensen. And then I was like, I have to say, I'm a huge, I'm also a huge fan of Under the Red Hood. Okay. Wow. And then he's like, I have something for you. And then he gave me a signed copy of oh, Under the Red Hood. Sweet. And I was like, you win. Yeah. Oh, that's a, see, these are the stories that we want to hear. I, I totally went to yeah. Team D just because I was like, he gave me stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Dean. Step up, Jared. You know. Yeah. A You're sister a can girl. use it too. I'm a team I'm just girl. Saying. It's the lips and the, the, the eyes, the hazel greenish, greenish I eyes. Either of them. The fact that he was on General Hospital, Days, back of, our in the Days of Our Lives, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, just mm. started the whole thing. I remember my YM magazines from back in the day. He was oh. featured in that. Oh my god! Like, yes, 
cute. Yeah. So no, I know. I've been watching them for a long time. Like, uh, not even deliberately, but I've just been watching them for a long time because I did watch Days of Our Lives growing up, mm -hmm. just like everybody else did. And you fall in love with, you know, the hot people on that show instantaneously. Yeah. And uh, you didn't watch Soap Operas growing up? No. Wow. Whole other world. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I'm talking uh, an, about. Another world. I mean, another <laughs> Back world. Back in the day. In the another day. world was. So growing up on soap operas kind of gives you a different view of even dating because you assume that there's always a loop and like somebody's twin sister is going to come yep. back from somewhere. Yep. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, that happens on this show. And that happens right. on this show. Right. So <laughs> this show is kind of like a not as dramatic version of a soap opera, a more yeah. real life but supernatural version yeah. of. Well, yeah. funny, talking about them walking away. So one event we were at, I don't remember what city it was, but um, uh, Jensen came around and, you know, gave me a hug on stage and then left. And then Jared came around and gave me a hug. And then as he's walking away, all of a sudden, which he was like, hey, you know, big hug, whatever. And then all of a sudden, it was like, I was like, they just took like a thousand pictures of your ass. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It was hilarious. No. Like all you heard was Understandably, I so. think they're used to that, though. That's probably like there's. It I just actually don't them. think so. No, because okay. in London, we are in uh, Birmingham, and uh, I had gone to the restroom, and I was walking back, and it was like in the public area. You had to walk through the public area to go to the restroom, and so I was walking back, and there was there's this like long corridor to get to the green room where we were all, and there was this girl like on the floor like in hysterics, and I was like, oh poor poor thing, like uh, maybe her boyfriend just broke up with her. I don't know, whatever. I was like, oh gosh. And um, her, her convention experience is ruined now. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and her friend was consoling her. And then I was like, oh, okay. And so you know, a few more paces. Like there's another girl on this side, and she's like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my, oh her too. Gosh, wow. Everybody got dumped today. Everyone got dumped today. I was like, this poor thing, another one. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, what is? I should hug these people. Then I looked in front of me, and Jensen was walking right in front of me. I was walking in his wake. Oh, it was like, yeah, and, I, and so I laughed. I just chuckled to myself. I was like, oh, "This is what yeah. just happened." So I walk into the green room, and he's like pouring a glass of wine, and he's like, "Here," and I was like, "Do you understand what just happened?" He's like, "No." I was like, "I just walked in your wake," <laughs> and he just he was like, "What are you talking about?" No idea. Well, I mean, here's a funny, here's a funny, funny little fact about the show. Go like when I auditioned for the show, um, Jensen was was uh, directing one of the episodes, so yes. he was holding the auditions and he was running behind. And so there's a row of women on either side of this walkway that he's got to go through. Oh gosh! And we're all, you know, like these are professional professional actors. actresses, yes. grown women, right? Like he walks right through. He's not even thinking. He's, like, ready to get to work because he's just like, I'm sorry, I kept everybody waiting, and then just walks. And you could just, as I totally know what you're talking about, everyone melted, myself included. Absolutely. I had to actually, like, I was all ready to do my audition, and then I had to, like, pet myself back up and be like, you got this. Like, it's just a good-looking guy just walked by you. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing yeah, about that. At you all. got this. You know they what you're doing. Not your first audition. Come on, girl. Relax. You know what? It's actually probably better that he walked through and you guys all saw him so you then can get that in. out. Then going into the room, having that moment in the room, and it, it maybe messing with your handle, head a little bit. Yeah. Because then you had a moment to actually compose yourself and go. Which I took. Okay. Which yeah. I took. Absolutely. Yeah. I had to. Oh, what a great story! That's funny. Yeah, it was, I, a, it was a it was a great audition. I I literally like I didn't care if I got it was one of those auditions where I didn't care if I got it. I was just <clears> so excited. Like I took each moment in mm. because I was like, this might be the only time I ever get to see him. 
so I'm going to just enjoy this and just have fun and do what I do once I've calmed myself down. And then I was really excited to get on the phone and call my girlfriend and be like, you'll never guess who got to talk to Jensen today. Wow. Sucker! And I was totally doing the, like, rubbing it in my friend's face because she's just like, no, you didn't. You did not get to talk to Jensen. Yes, you got to stop talk lying. To I was did like, take a um, picture? He, not only did I talk to Jensen, he talked to me. He told me to do the scene totally different. <laughs> he gave <laughs> me notes. He gave me notes. We technically worked together. <laughs> That's so, funny. And I That's why that, you booked that, the role, though. And that, I actually didn't get that role. And then, <laughs> Wait, what? And he that reserved was, you. And that was that was not the role that I got. What, I actually what, didn't end up getting what, the role. Do you mind me asking which one it was that am you auditioned? I, am I allowed to say? Are you allowed why to say? Why not? I don't know. It was for one of uh, the one of the witches that worked with Rowena. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it was one of the words. And I was, so, I was so excited to be like, oh, my God, I get to work with Rowena. Oh my god, this is so cool! And then, but he totally brought you. Did he bring you back or production or? Like, well, yeah, I got a call. I got a call maybe about like a month later, and they were just like, "We actually really liked your audition. We just wanted to find something else for you that would be a little bit more of a fit." And so, and that happens a lot, by sure. the way. That happens a lot. Yeah, where they're like, they're like, "We want to kind of save something better for you." Yeah, um, you know, because yeah. that was the her coven to which has only lasted that one episode. Yeah, it, it, it was it so, was just a guest star for the one episode, and they were like, "We kind of want it. We knew that we wanted." to bring your character back. So... Blame the musk. (laughs) That's funny. It probably is. Yeah. Probably (laughs) is. He should have his own Old Spice commercial. Yeah. His scent is just intoxicating. (laughs) His scent. I know. Next time I see him, I'm going to be like, I didn't say any of that. Yeah. I didn't say any of that stuff. (laughs) I'm a total professional. I swear to God, I'm not looking at you anyway. I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. Give me notes. Give me me notes. We're going to quick finish up the end of this episode and give some predictions and then I want to hear about everything that's going on with you ladies. Okay. So Sam and Dean are back in the bunker. Um, First off, the beer toss behind him. Sam tosses the beer can behind him and Dean catches it. I don't know how many times they practiced it but it was perfect. Perfect. I bet you they just that's their they They just do it. It's It's probably not even scripted. They're probably so perfect that they just do this. Mm -hmm. Um, Cass is gone. He's looking for Lorem a darkness. They both admit that he seems off. Um, and Sam admits that Lucifer showed him a highlight reel of his biggest failures. Mm. So he apologizes to Dean for not looking for him while he was in, while Dean was in purgatory. Dean says it's forgiven. It's water under the bridge. Just let it go. Um, but it hurts a little. Right. And we're once again reminded that the Banshee goes after the vulnerable and, Mm. and Dean's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it was just me protecting, you know. Mildred. Mm-hmm. He just says that he just he felt like he should, even though we both know, we all know, no, Dean's vulnerable right now with the darkness. Yeah. Uh, they both go to bed. Both of them are worried. And then the show ends. And next week we see that Claire's back. Jody Mills is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hunter life basically consumes you. Claire has been hunting, and you basically see monsters everywhere. Um, can't wait. Can't wait. Another Could definitely be a live tweet for that. Uh, another, you're going to live tweet? Yeah, we're all going to live tweet. Oh. We're all going to get together. We're going to live Perfect. tweet it. Perfect. You so guys now know. They're all going to live tweet next week, so make sure that you guys It's are, our Wednesday night date. It is. Check out the, the Wednesday night live tweeting happening, uh, Supernatural time, 9 o'clock Pacific, Pacific time. time. Um, Claire's back. It doesn't seem like Cass is going to be joining this episode at all, so we're not going to get the Cass-Claire thing. Although you guys totally predicted last week or something the week before that Claire was going to be back, and could this be a problem for Castiel? Um, 
Did <laughs> Rob walks into a perfume shop and says, I want something that smells like Jensen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? Oh, day Jensen. Um, and Jody Mills is back, which we always enjoy seeing Jody Mills back on screen yeah, with the gentleman. Another monster episode, which is, I feel like, not going to really get us any closer to the darkness, which makes me sad mm-hmm. as to what's going on. They have to let me get last. But they have to keep us going and wanting more, and you guys do that, so. Yeah, they're nice good Do you ladies have any predictions for this season? Wow. Oh, yeah. You know what? I can't give my predictions because sometimes I'm really right about them. Are you really? I'm one of those people. And then they're going to be like, she had insider information. Exactly. And I was like, and I she don't just have insider information, but I, I have my, oh my God, I'd love it if it goes down like that. That would be so cool. Have oh, you guys God. filmed all the way to the end of a season or are you? St- or are you no, they wrap in April. They wrap in yeah. April. So, but you're obviously a few episodes ahead and everything, so you're going to be sticking around for a little it's, while. You know what's really crazy about it, though, is like like a character like myself is like, because I'm not in every single episode, so I don't get every single script. Right. So when I get my script, I'm kind of like, what do you mean? And when did? Yeah. And how did? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, how are we? Because you watch the show. I watch the show, so I'm like, i got to stop doing that. <laughs> I should right. just really just go to my scenes and just be like, that's all I want to know. Right. <laughs> but then I can't help it. Yeah. Then I can't help you want to know what's going on. But I want to see. And then the fan comes out at me and I go, but I just want to see what happens. So, yeah. yeah. So can you send me the back five scripts? Right. So uh, right. I need to find out. And so there are like chunks of like seriously missing data. Oh. Right. Frustrating. Right. Anyhow. I don't have any predictions. Just that you'll be back. That I'll be back? Mm-hmm. I have a feeling I'm dead. I feel super dead. Um <laughs> I feel super dead. <clears throat> I feel I feel really dead. Yeah. Uh yeah, no. That's okay. it's feeling it's feeling like it's dead. Okay. What I would like to have happen, in yes. my opinion, again, the, the Josie storyline is more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I would like her to come back and help the guys with all of her men of letters experience and knowledge. Boom. Just but saying. see, that's a great prediction because that's totally possible. Josie Sands, right? Uh, yeah, was yeah. that my name? I think so. Josie Sands. Yes, Josie Sands. That's yeah. your name. Um, so, that's however, true. the writer who wrote my character, Adam Glass, is no longer on the show. Oh. So, just realistically speaking, now I know all the other writers and they're wonderful, but they just didn't write my character. But because the Men of Letters just came back in this episode talking about a specific guy, that doesn't mean you can't return. Correct. I'm hoping so. Fingers crossed. That's my. That's what, as a fan, I would like to see have happen, and like mm. some ha- see you like go out again. You guys, I, I do love watching your character. Like you get some great deaths. Yes, like great deaths. I think my favorite was when you, I mean you were suspended in air for yeah, a bit, and yeah. you, like I was like boom, she with killed the it. knife. Yeah, it was great, and even that. <laughs> Uh, you know that's an interesting story because uh, a lot of times we can get really technical with the with the work, and so we shot that scene all day. And you know, Dean's supposed to stab me with the blade and all this, and they had me on this rig, and um, it got so like cumbersome and overly produced in a sense because when you're on these wires, the cameras are behind me, so it's Jensen's coverage. So you've got you've got like five guys pulling you on the wires up in the air so you've got the stunt coordinator calling action and you've got this guy coordinating those guys so it's all this like uh, telephone type thing and again it sort of takes you out of it and so we had shot it a couple of times and I'm, I'm consciously like keeping the wires out of Jensen's face because I'm aware that the camera's here mm-hmm. and the camera's here oh. and at one point 
um, we cut and uh, Rosie, one of the camera operators, was like, uh, that hurts, right? And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, when he stabs you, it hurts? And I was like, oh my God, I forgot to act. Like, I was so <laughs> concerned with the motion of it oh that gosh. I wasn't acting. And I was like, of course. And so we did it again. And, and Jensen was like, can we just try something? I said, yeah. He's like, take the wires off. Just squat. I'll stab you. Jump up. And that's what we did. Get out. Yeah. I, I started here. on an apple box. And he was like, just squat down. When they call action, I will raise you up. Just raise up to your tippy toes. And that's what, how we shot it. Yeah. And we, um, we shot much, it. How much easier was that than the whole, like, production? They, they had it? to they had to use the for, wires for, for the wide shot. Like, sure. they got it from the wide, and, and they got it from all angles. So it's necessary. But, but again, sometimes you just kind of, it, it you take the acting out of it, yeah. and it becomes, it becomes very technical and very cumbersome. That's Elena. Wise words for you. You could just use that advice for everything. I want to keep it simple. I want to yeah. go back and watch that scene now, just Me because too. that's so interesting. Yeah, I one hundred percent thought that scene was all done on wires. Yeah, it was until like we did shoot it a couple times with just the apple box. Wow, I would never have known that. Yeah, and he was on wires, so he was on wires for the first half of the day, and they rigged him, and then I was on wires. Which means, just so you guys know, when you're on wires, you're wearing like a whole harness underneath your outfit, and you're wearing like an outfit underneath your outfit so the harness doesn't, you know, chafe and all this. And so it's not comfortable. The set's hot. You, like, are wearing way too many clothes. You feel like you can't breathe. It's kind of, your pants are too short. <laughs> right? This is a note for, like, aspiring actors. It's not always, it's not always glitz and glams. And sometimes you need to learn to just be like, how can I make the best of the situation? Right? There's, like, three dudes in your trailer putting your stuff on. You're, like, in your underwear. And you're like, okay, so how are your kids, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after lunch, you got to let it out a little. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I was thinner in the morning. Yeah. Well, should have shot it then, guys. Should have shot it then. Well, let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about you two now that we've actually gotten uh, supernatural chit chat. Uh, Somebody there. agrees. Keep it simple. Best advice. Keep it ever. simple. I agree. Thank you, Elena Hoffman. Get uh, me advice. Now, both of you are from Canada. You're yeah. from Ontario, and you're from Vancouver. Yeah. And you've been here in L.A. You've been here in L.A. for for a long time. You were in Dallas for a little while? Yeah. And then moved to L.A.? Uh, yeah, I moved um, uh, Tokyo, Germany, Dallas, L.A. So you were doing modeling first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, I always joke with my team, my people. I'm like, I, I could, like, spit on Warner Brothers and all of these, you know, studios in my neighborhood, and I cross borders to go to work. I'm always in Vancouver for work. Really? And it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm Canadian. Mm-hmm. I get the job just like anyone else would as an American. But I have dual citizenship. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I've, LA's home. I've, I've actually, this Thanksgiving, I will have lived in both countries equally. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I definitely have a little bit of an identity crisis. <laughs> I do. I do. Who am I? Who and am you I? have four kids. I, belong? I have four American That you don't kids. name weird names because know. we don't want to. We talked about this earlier. Yeah. So you don't I want have to four kids. And like, you know, growing up, my name's Elena. Um, but I respond to Aliana, Alenia, Alina, whatever. Pause. Even your name like slowed right down. Alena. Is she present? Is she present? Usually it's just the pause. <laughs> oh, okay. And then my maiden name is Kalange, and so it, uh, my my husband is John Huffman. So when he wanted to name our kids like something interesting, I was like, listen, John, yeah. <laughs> no one has ever said or spelled your name wrong. <laughs> I'm tortured with my name. My Starbucks yeah. cups are usually, I take pictures of them. Aluminum. 
I've come. Oh. oh wow, that's fantastic. That's precious. I'll make a collage one day. That's fantastic. And you have Which to is funny. To if you take the A off of the first of my name, everyone can say it. It's the A with the L screws everyone up. If you just look at Lena, everyone's like, yeah, I got it, Lena. My nickname is Lane or Laney. I thought about oh. using that as a stage name. It's just easier. Laney, mm. Lena, Lane. I think people I think people who, who just want to make mistakes with names will just make mistakes. Like, even if it is John, they'll be like, Joe? Joan. Mm-hmm. Is it Joan? And you're like, you're so off. Because, I mean, my name's really simple, Barry. And I call out people who can't spell without realizing it. Because I'm like, oh, like the fruit. And they're like, um. B. B. And I don't think it's that they can't spell. I think it's that you made them think. 100%. It's like a. I'm on the spot now. 100%. Jensen Ackles just walked in the room. Now I have to think. Yes. How do you spell that? I'm like. Wait, who am I? Yeah, so now I just spell it out for them. I just say it and then I spell it. And they're like, like the fruit? I was like, don't. You need them. Don't you don't even. get that? No. Because you you know you didn't know. Um, does this happen to you? So I'm five nine, how tall are you? Five nine. Five nine. So when you walk into a room and casting asks you your height, I'm always like uh, it depends how how tall is the actor? hundred percent. Five three. What? hundred percent. I have blonde hair, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I totally lose. And it. I ride horses. Yeah. And skateboard. Yeah. I don't do any of these Surf. things. Yeah. It's all on your resume. It's all on my resume. Because as a tall woman, actually, so I just did a movie for Lifetime where I was the lead. It's called Amber Alert. Well, shameless plug. Um, I love that. It'll be on Lifetime. I'll be watching it. Yeah, I'm Amber, the detective. (laughs) Um, And it's about kids, so go figure. But they cast the male lead, my my love interest, for me. That never happens Mm. as a woman. So they cast a dude who was 6'2". And I was like, yes, thank you. Instead of when you go into a room and they ask you your height, it's because the actor is is 5'7". And they're like, That's the average height, though. It is. Yeah, we're just tall women. Mm -hmm. And then you put heels on. are super tall. Jensen and Jared are tall. So in high heels, we still look like women. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with Smallville. You know, all the guys on that show were like 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". So I didn't look, you know, I looked... Like normal. I'm making quotes again. Yeah, normal. Normal. Yeah, 100%. Sometimes. I mean, if I'm standing next to somebody who's like 5'2 and like 100 pounds soaking wet, I look like a giant monster standing next to her. Yeah, I always feel like a drag queen. A little bit. (laughs) And then you put me next to somebody who's like even 5'10 and like averagely built, and you're like, oh my God, you're so like so great. You look fantastic. (laughs) I don't know why people think you're so huge. And I was like, (laughs) it really depends on who you pair me with. Yeah. Um, but Nicole Kidman had the same thing too. Of course, you know Charlie Theron. Like, Charlie Theron. Mm-hmm. like every anyone who's tall, any tall actress, tall actresses are. Constantly and men, doing men are that. not immune to it. I mean, tall guys definitely get like uh, the same. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's hard. Oh, yeah. It's a little scary. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly I've lost many jobs because of my height. Actually, mm-hmm. I had an audition earlier this year, and they were like, "Actresses must be five nine or above. Please wear high heels to the audition." I was like. <laughs> Right? Yes. A momentous occasion. It's never happened in my life. Right? Oh my I know. It's like when producers came to town, like the musical, and like every tall... Because I, I had a friend who is Sarah, Sarah Cornell, who did who actually played the lead in the Toronto production. Uh, she was she turned to me once when we were doing a show, and she's like, oh, great. When are they ever going to need like a five foot ten blonde girl who can belt? Well, Here's your shot. There you go. And I'm like holding open call auditions for the producers, and I was like... When are they ever going to need a black girl with big hair and five nine <laughs> who can belt belt? 
something who knows how to string sentences together sometimes. Yeah, it's so true. I put it out there too. It's it's a thing, you know. And and I feel like it's funny because I came from the modeling world where I always felt short. Five nine is like the entry. Five I'll eight, do that, right? Yeah. And then during show season, oh, forget about it. Every girl comes in from like all over the world, and I'm like, I'm just a tiny little thing because they're like six three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel short in my own family because I'm the only one who stands under six feet. Wow. wow. So I feel like teeny tiny. Wow. So what, so it was it's very it's very surreal like when I've spent a lot of times with a lot of time with my family and I feel like I'm on a football team and I'm just like wow I'm the quarterback but <laughs> there you know what I mean but then I go out into the real world and like then just get stopped randomly the like linebacker. you are so tall yeah. <laughs> can we use you as our linebacker <laughs> well, you know it's it's back and forth like so really you kind of got to find find it from within if you want to feel teeny tiny, you got to feel teeny tiny from within. Don't rely on other people. Lisa, Don't rely on who Tell me what you're working on. I think I saw that you have upcoming No Stranger Than Love, right? Mm-hmm. It's a comedy. and Rom-com. 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 I'm a funny black girl. You know, I'm not... I think we can abbreviate it now like that. Uh, I'm the funny black girl in that. There's a group of girls that are... Was that your character description? I think so. (laughs) Funny Funny black black girls wanted. Or or funny black girls... Funny funny girls wanted open ethnicity. Yeah. Is probably how it was described. (laughs) Um, But... uh, But we'll hire black girls. But we'll hire black girls. You could also be Asian. Anyhow, this might tip too far. But yeah, that's a romantic comedy starring Alison Brie. And she falls in love with a guy who is literally in a hole and it's like well this is no stranger than love so it's that it's that kind of movie and uh and then i'll be going back to toronto to go and do a play with soul pepper theater the uh the uh father comes home from the wars oh wonderful uh, trilogy play that's been hitting broadway and doing really really well and so and we also talked earlier but you voice wonder woman Dun, da, 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 da. If you did not know, yes. If you did not know, she voices Wonder <laughs> Woman, and tell, tell us. And she actually about that. is. Uh, I made a motion comic uh, that's based off of Charles Soule's uh, Superman Wonder Woman fifty two issue, and it's the first issue basically with uh, Superman and Wonder Woman getting together. So they're an actual couple in this universe. Wow! Right? Wait, where's Lois Lane? Not in this one. Okay. Not in this one. Who's Superman? This is. Uh, Dion Johnstone. Oh, nice! How <laughs> yeah, fitting. It yeah, it is. And then I got. I think to, it's time yeah. for a black Superman, right? Yeah. But you know what? I and then I was doing all of this research, and there is there's black Superman. There's a whole black Superman and a whole black Wonder Woman, and her name is Nubia. She was a character created in 1973. Cool. She actually is Wonder Woman, and the whole story comes from George Perez's Wonder Woman, where they were all born out of the clay that Hippolyta, Wonder Woman's mother, made. Oh she made one out of gosh. light clay, and she made one out of dark clay, and oh, they were that's sisters. Awesome. It's a fantastic story. Oh, and then wonderful. Ares, the god of war, steals one of the Wonder Womans, the black Wonder Woman, and raises her to do horrible, horrible things. And then uh, later on, her and the other woman come together. And they're kind of like, like Wicked? Kind of like Wicked. Kind of like Wicked. Hmm. But for superheroes. But for, for superheroes. superheroes. Even better. Yeah, even, even better. better. They, they, That's kind of really like cool. they have magic. So now I've kind of been like, oh my God, I really love the story, but I kind of want to really work on Nubia now. So yeah. instead of being like the Wonder Woman, I'm, tr- I'm the, you know, I love the essence of Wonder Woman. I think every woman is Wonder Woman. So I'm on the team you know, uh, of the new casting of Wonder Woman because I was just, everyone's like, oh, she's too skinny, she's too this. And I was just like, Wonder she's Woman is everyone. supposed to be, Wonder Woman's supposed to be 5'2 and like chubby. Wonder Woman's supposed to be 5'10 and like lean. She's supposed, she's supposed to be everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the energy that she embodies. And so to actually find out that I don't have to be like 
pretending to be a black Wonder Woman that there actually is a black Wonder Woman. I was like, oh my God. And it's just Wonder Woman. And it's just Wonder Woman. She's not black Wonder Woman. She's like, my name's just Nubia and Mm -hmm. I am Wonder Woman. And I was like, wow, it's kind of like I am the first lady and I am Michelle Obama. Yeah. You're like, it's not weird. It's real. It's happening. You know, speaking of diversity, I think it's really important. My kids are mixed and I think when you, when you are watching television, we've been good about being ethnically diverse in television recently but not truthfully so i feel like a lot of black characters on shows are actually not black they're mixed mm-hmm. or so there's not a representation or they're not represented as mixed or mm-hmm. they're not re- you know what i mean it's just normal yeah yeah they're and not referred to as one color or the other exactly yeah. and same argument can go for equality in gender because i feel like when i watch shows like a lot of cw shows <clears throat> um like the flash or legend of tomorrow or why can't the president just be a woman does it have to be an old white dude? That's what I love when they brought into like kicking it to Star Trek just for a second. When they brought yeah. in like Janeway, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It was great. Yeah, and it's just, it's just you don't even have to change the character name. No, like she's still John. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> with two ends, with um, two ends, <laughs> and a G, and a G, and an accent. Um, you, yeah, it, it can just be, and I think we're getting there. And, and it's actually not necessarily writers or studios. I think it's just a general consciousness and mm-hmm. awareness, you know. And it, it takes like my agents are very aware of this. They're like, you know, sometimes I'm reading a script and I'm like, why can't that be a 35 year old woman instead of as scripted? The senator is an old, er, male, of a certain, pale. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer purposeful writing. It's actually just being written because this is yeah. the way the world is now. And it's more of a norm versus, okay, we have to make sure that we include an Asian. We have to make sure that yes, we include exactly. a black girl. We have to make sure that there has to be, like, the white ditzy. You know, like, you, you, it doesn't have to be that anymore. And I think that that's, uh, like, uh, Supernatural and all the CW shows, I love that they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi is really good at that, too. Sci-fi is mm-hmm. great at that. Yes. Sci-fi and the, the genre of science fiction is great Both at... of you guys have worked on a lot of sci-fi stuff, right? Yeah. Yes. A lot shoots in Canada, <clears throat> which is um, funny, but... Um, They've got great Visitex teams up there, and uh, a lot of that work goes up there. But yeah, they've been very good about that forever. Um, actually, if I have a time to tell a story about Star Trek, yes, um, Nichelle Nichols, who plays Yahara, mm-hmm. she told me this story one night over dinner about their first kiss, which was the first interracial kiss on television, right? And this was back in the day before they had monitors, and so they had only film and the film cameras, and so it was scripted, and they were going to make this big, you know, momentous thing and 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 it was going to be an interracial kiss and at the last minute they got um scared and uh she told me the story and i'd love to hear it from bill shatner but that uh they were like you know what let's just shoot as a hug and then we'll do the kiss and and he said um according to her he said let's shoot the kiss first we'll just get out of the way and then we'll shoot everything else as the hug so they shoot the kiss perfect take the next one and every take after that he leans in to hug her and everything he looks in the camera and crosses his eyes so the take is completely unusable and they're forced to use the kiss <sighs> that just got me all emotional love I, it like I love that because what would have happened had they had the option they may have gotten scared mm-hmm. Yep, they have. They were already Good. they totally were already scared. scared but Good then they locked the doors that. and the wedding was happening you know isn't that wow, cool? I love that, that great story? story. I it's love like really cool to go story. out for dinner with Michelle Nichols. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I have enjoyed talking to you so much, and I feel like I could literally spend another hour sitting here chatting with you and hearing stories and finding out about what's going on. 
But we do have to wrap. So if you guys want to find more out about Elena or Lisa, Lisa, where can they find you to talk to you? Instagram, all the things, social You know social what? The best place to reach me is just hook me up on my website. It's got a link to everything. LisaBerryLive.com. Awesome. And Elena? Um, Instagram, Twitter. I try to Snapchat. I'm figuring it out. Uh, at Elena Huffman. All of them. Awesome. And you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all things social media at Lindsay Wegner, L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y. W-E-G-N-E-R, Lisa and Elena, thank you so much for joining me today. Come in and join us anytime. (laughs) I know you all loved having them with us. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.